that's, oh, a that's year. it. That's a year before. So the next year we bro. Just, wait, what so is going on uh, here? Up. So then that's <laughs> not that wasn't even the story. Wait, so. I'm good on headphones. I'm chilling, bro. Okay, here we go. Do Guys, I sound good? Well, what? Do I sound good? I think so, yeah. That's really? Good, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. How about now? Yeah, it's good. Okay. Okay, guys, Let's welcome go. to Brighter Side. We got Seb over here on the podcast today. What's good? Ooh. Oh boy, oh, maybe just re- yeah, go back from it. We're well, I'm have- screaming right now. I'll 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 calm it down. No, we're gonna have some technical issues throughout <laughs> the time. It's okay. We'll roll with the punches, bruh. <laughs> yeah. But we got Seb over here. Welcome to Brighter Side. Hey, dude. I'm glad to see I'm this side of the room. You've always so far been over there. Yeah, I how like does, it. I, how does I'm, it feel? Well, you know, in Keen's episode, Keen was talking about how it, it really is true. Like, you really do have to do like a, like a one eight. Like, what is this? A ninety degree turn to look at the other way? A good old heave ho. Yeah, because when I talk to you from that chair, I'm just looking at you. Yeah, same. I got like optical spot over here, but I yeah. am the host. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know how it goes. But Seb, what's we're doing, up? Okay, so this is Seb. We're pretty close to being out a lot. So this episode, we're just winging it, dude. Really? We're winging it. We're just going to see. I have a few things to ask you and whatnot. You know what? This is just a straight up church podcast right here. Why? You have a Zoe LA. Zoe, let's go. Jesus hat. Let's go, Jesus. My hat says 10 fey, which means mean. Uh, it means mean. It means uh, half faith. So yeah. it's just a straight up. And then this t-shirt I like to wear. It's called Friends in Low Places. What are you trying to say? It's not a brand. I just like it because, you know, Jesus hung out with, you know, tax collectors and Sinners and so hey. you're saying if I'm a tax collector, I'm low. No. Oh my gosh, I was about to be a tax collector. Okay, I'd okay. still be your friend, tax collector or not, brother. Thanks, bro. All right, come up here, Cap. Uh, dude, what have you been up to lately? What's been going on, bro? I'm just chilling. You know, well, you. I feel like you know, but I might as well just recap. What? Wait, can I start off with the question? Let's start off with the question that I ask every person. Yeah. At the top of brighter side. Okay. What's your happiest memory? Okay, I have three. Oh my gosh, you're <laughs> half them ready to go? No. Uh, well, this is, uh, let me explain too. Like yeah. this question is like, I feel like when I was thinking of brighter side, I was like, I want to have a cool question up front that we can get to know someone a little bit better. Yeah. Maybe a nice little, me- obviously there's a memory, but like it just goes a little deeper into them and like kind of like gets to share with the audience just a little bit of in depth of who's said. Yeah, let what me makes get in happy. depth. Dude, you have three? Let me go to I the deep end. I'm I, ready. I don't know if we want all three, but Dude, I do you have like a happiest memory? I'm ready to swim in the deep end. Okay. I have two. I'll, I'll, I'll concentrate on go two. Go with one. And what? then I'll, I'll see if I'm like, nah, it doesn't make me happy. To, uh, I don't know which one to pick, though. Which one do you want? Okay, so I... Man, all right. I'll start off with... Uh-oh. Man. What's your happiest? You just had three, and now you don't have one? Man, because this happiest moment was the most stressful moment, but both of them were the most stressful, yet they turned to the happiest moment ever. Well, what's the happiest moment? Okay, well, I'm trying to pick. Give me a second. <laughs> this guy just okay. had three. I had three, and I brought it down to two. Okay, can I start off with one, and then if you yeah, like you it. Okay, go. fine. Okay, so uh, I'm South American. I really love soccer. Really love football. Okay. Uh, football. Football. And... So my dad and I, well, my whole family, we're all soccer fans. Yeah. Like we're, we're diehard soccer fans to the point that we've actually like slept in the Andes mountains Yeah. because our flight got canceled. To, so long story short, there was a, there was a game in Argentina. Okay. We were in Chile. Chile. We were going to the airport. Yeah. Uh, 
What it was a nice. To, it was a nice airport this is, trip. This isn't even and the that's story. your happiest memory. No, hold that's not even the story. Just tell the story. Well, let me then. explain. Oh, you said man. the depth. You okay, said, go. I can't even get so close. Okay, you said in depth, right? So not check really. This out. Oh well, I. Didn't. I'm saying like that. It gives you the audience more in depth of you, well, not give the story in depth. Okay, so let me explain. Okay, why. so you're on the bus. So we're getting. So we're getting to the airport. Yeah. Um, we find out that the game is can't. Well, no, the game. The game is still going on, but the flight's canceled because a volcano erupted. And the game was oh, the next... Oh, just a small volcano eruption. I know. That's a good excuse, though, to Yeah, so that's why we couldn't fly. So yeah. what we decided to do was, well, we can't go, so we're going to fl- we're gonna have to drive from Chile to Argentina. And we're just is gonna that far? To- yeah, it was like a... It was a is it Fargentina? <laughs> yes, sir. It's a... Brighter side. Dang, that's... Bob's funny. Thanks. Whenever Bob, no one laughed, and then you no, just, you know what it is. No, I've what? told you this before. What's up? Man? That when we, when you're funny, like I won't laugh. I'll tell you you're funny. That's true. You never laugh. Yeah, I'll laugh. I'll, dude, I'll laugh. You'll give a good chuckle. Okay. Anyways, so we're going from Chile to Argentina. Very far. It's around like a thirty-hour road trip. Um, what the? That's like and across it was non- America. It was nonstop. We couldn't stop because we had to make the game on time. Yeah. And so we got to the game. Maybe we. Got to the game two hours before the game started. That's how you know you are fans. Yeah. To be like, I'm going to drive for 30 hours. And check I don't this know if out. I'm a fan of anything for that. Check this out. That so amount. we go up the mountain. We go up like 40 curves. Now, the Andes aren't like any of the rock. Like, it's not like the Rocky Mountains. They're huge. Don't know either of them. Uh, we get, so long story short, check this out. So we're driving down towards Argentina. Yeah. And we get to this checkpoint right before we reach the aduana. The aduana in English means like the border patrol. Okay. But it's nighttime. So it's around like 9, 10 PM, right? Two hours before it starts. No, but the game was the next day and we got there. The game was around 6 PM and we got there at 4 PM. So we're driving the day before the night before we're driving down to Argentina. It's nighttime. We're super scared. We're trying to get there. And there's a whole caravan of fans trying to get to this game also. So guys, just so you guys know at home, the question was, what's your happiest well, memory? Let me explain. <laughs> let me explain. You are explaining. Go. Okay, so we're driving down, right? Yeah. We get to this, uh, we get to border patrol. Yeah. Border patrol comes up to us and they're like, Hey guys, you can't, uh, we can't let you guys drive at night because there's usually around two or three cars that actually fall off the mountains because there's no guardrails. I've been around some of those mountains. Not that one, but... But it's scary straight stuff. Straight down, yeah. Yeah, it's incredibly so scary So they stop stuff. you. Yeah, you so they stop it. you. You can't go. They check and And that was your chains. happiest memory? Well, that's why. Wait, check this out. So oh, they have snowing? Chains. Yeah, because you're up in the mountains. Oh, boy. So there's you need chains. We're in like a little Toyota, like not even a Corolla, like a Prius. Yeah. And we have to sleep in the Andes at night. So yeah. we sleep... We have to put our windows down because there's a shortage of oxygen. Yeah. Yet we still have to put the heat on because who's in the car? My dad, my sister, my cousin, and me. So it's four of us. Dang. And we're all in the car. It's really hot, so we have to put the windows down. Shortage of oxygen, and then finally, around 5 a.m., a news camera comes up to us, and they're like, "Why are you here?" And we're like, "We're heading to the game." And they're like, "And then we made it on the news." <laughs> Uh, and so we're and just that's like your happiest memory of the news. Wait, so check this out. So oh. My dad's like, my dad's like, we're from New York. We yeah. came all the way from New York because at the time I was living in New York. Yeah, so we're, like, we're from New York. Blah blah blah. We're so excited to be at this game. So, yeah. anyways, we they opened the border. We get to the game yeah. at four p.m. With all that being said, that's explaining my like reason why I love soccer so much. That's this. Wait, but wait. Like normal people would be like, I love soccer. We got to the game, man. Okay, but the game we tied 1-1. We're one, nine one. minutes in. I know. The okay. game we tied 1-1. One, one. So let me explain. <laughs> Chile has never just been... just so you know, 
The game was tied 1-1 in his happiest memory after he slept in the car, drove. He was on the way to the airport. And then what happened? So this isn't my happiest moment. This is me. This explain. isn't even it? <laughs> no, let it's me not explain. not even the story? Well, okay. let me explain. Okay, so Chile has never won anything in history when it comes up to soccer. I think they should have. They should have. But we've never won anything in the, in the terms of like cups or whatever. Yeah. We've always been really close. We've gotten like third in the World Cup. But that was like years ago in the 1950s. But besides yeah. that, yeah. never have won any cup. Yeah. Now there's this cup called the Copa America. Copa America is like the most prestigious cup in all of South America. That's a good cup. It's the good cup. It's so my dad. So finally Chile's hosting the cup in their country. So we're <laughs> yeah. like, great bomb. Let's go. Okay. We'll stay in Chile for a month. We go to every game. Wait, what happened to the game you were just at? That's we tied, done. We tied one, one. That's, oh, a that's year, it. That's a year before. So the next year, we bro, just, wait, what so is going on uh, here? Up. So then that's <laughs> not, that wasn't even the story. Wait, so normal people would be like, I'm getting hey. to it. So we went to one game before, but then this game, well, boom, happiest I want memory. you to understand. Oh, I understand. Okay. So now current time, happiest moment. Here we go. Okay. So. We've gone to every game that month. We got tickets for all the home games at, at this certain stadium. Yeah. Finally, like we we want Chile to get to the final, and Chile's never gotten to a final yeah. for Copa America. Yeah. We get to the final, and it was the one one of the most stressful moments of my whole life. Yeah. But we had four tickets. It was my cousin, my <laughs> sister, my dad, and I were all sitting in the stadium. <laughs> Why are you laughing? This is. It doesn't matter about your cousin but sitting in me, the stage. Let me, let me explain. <laughs> no, th this is well, okay, why. Go. This is I why. really want to hear this payoff because at this point. Th this, this is the payoff. Okay. Because my dad and I, yeah, we always connected with soccer. Like yeah. that was our thing. Mm -hmm. And my family and I, that's, that's the thing that brings people together. Like when I was a kid, we'd always play soccer together. So with that being said, yeah, we go to the game. It's all four of us. And... Chili's tied your cousin. Chili's tied zero. Your dad. Okay. Chili's tied zero zero with Argentina. Argentina yeah. is the. They just won the World Cup. Yeah. Argentina is like the best of the best when it comes up to soccer. Okay. We're playing against Lionel Messi, the best player in the I'm world. I'm assuming I know who wins before yeah. all the stats. Of course. Okay. So but this is just to like you know bring it up. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden we get to extra time, still zero zero. So it's down to penalty, penalty shootouts. Yeah. Bruh. Literally, I swear to you, not, I don't swear on anyone. I swear on myself. That's it, someone. I guess so. But my head was banging, bro, like headache because yeah. I just wanted Chile to win so badly. And you're probably screaming the whole time. Screaming, lost my voice, zero, zero. Okay, and then what happened? And then randomly, like, Chile just starts getting all their penalties in. But the most euphoric moment for me was actually not. So here's spoiler alert Chile won the cup. But actually, the happiest moment for me was when Iguain, he's one of the players from Argentina, yeah. lost his penalty, uh -huh. and I just start bawling. Yeah. Like, I just start bawling because in that moment, yeah. I knew that Chile was going to win the cup. Yeah. And I was next to my dad, my family, all the Chileans. We're all experiencing, like, history. Yeah, Like, this cool. is history. Mm -hmm. Chile wins the cup. We drive out of the stadium. Bro, the whole country celebrating. Yeah. I've never seen that ever in my life where – <laughs> Literally, people are on the streets waving the flag. Yeah. People are celebrating, drinking, going that's, crazy. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's probably a nice thing to be a part of. It's the most beautiful experience because no matter where you were from, no matter how old you were, everyone, you were, no one cared if you were a stranger. You were hugging them. And the cherry on top, this was kind of, this was before I was a Christian. 
when we were driving home, mm-hmm. we actually were at a red light with the bus of Argentina. Yeah. And not that this made me happy, but it makes me chuckle. Um, Aguero, he's like one of the biggest players. He plays for Manchester City. Yeah. He's looking down. I'm looking up at him at the window and I just point the middle finger at him <laughs> and, I just, and we drive off <laughs> again. I don't do that anymore, Yeah, but that's the passion of soccer. And I'm just glad I got to share that with my cousins and my whole family. And now with brighter side. Yes, sir. Well, that sounds like a fun memory, Seb. Yes, sir. You really uh, know how to tell a good story. Hopefully. I mean, it started with you going you really to know that. how to interrupt the story. You start. <laughs> I had to, if I didn't interrupt, I wouldn't be here. I, was, I almost had a, I just went and take a restroom break when we got some drink and I would have came back and you still would have been going. <laughs> <laughs> that whole story. Let me just remind the audience here. The story of you just your team winning. Yes. And that was a happy memory to share with your family. Yes. Started with you saying, I was on the way to the airport. Yeah. Years later to a whole different game. I know. <laughs> Literally three years later. That game was 2011. Oh, man, and then dude, I saw it happen in 2015. That's funny, dude. Dude, that's my life, bro. Okay, well, that's your happiest memory. Thank, yeah. thank you. Heck yeah, bro. You all know right, well, it is. That's, that's all the time we got for today. <laughs> that's, that's, a whole, that's a whole Brighter Side podcast, no, bro. I'm just kidding. Okay, well, we thanks. That's a good happy memory. Yeah. That makes us all happy. How about happy. you, bro? You don't have a happy memory? Not Let me yet, interview bro. you. Not yet, bro. Oh, okay. Just kidding. Um, do you want to know my happiest memory? Yeah. No one's asked me yet. And guess what? I won't interrupt you. I'll just listen. Oh, it's probably two Be sentences. Be slow to speak. It's been two sentences. That's what the Bible says. You keep interrupting. I can't even think. Oh, okay. My I'm bad. just kidding. <laughs> uh, my happy, not the happiest, but I remember like a uh, memory. I feel like I was probably in like middle school or like early high school where I was with my family in the car. And we were, we like tradition, we go around Christmas time and watch, go and like look at different houses with Christmas lights. Yeah. I hear something to say. I'm just agreeing. I'm just kidding. Taco whenever you want, Brad. No, I'm just agreeing. weirdo. Um, No, but we, we always like go around. And I remember like we're in line for like this really big house. And like there was, I love Christmas. There's Christmas music on where I was with like all my family, well, like my intermediate family. And we're like looking at stuff. I think I had some hot cocoa. And I remember just thinking at that time, I was like, let me think of all this at once and just try and like remember this moment because mm. I love it. Do you remember the song I was playing? No. Oh. I just, I had enough like memory just to be like, there's Christmas music. Mm. But I remember like visually looking, I was like in a van and like looking at houses and whatnot. Um, but yeah, that was one of like, one of the times that I remember like, thinking that way do you ever think in a moment like i want to remember right now yeah or are you just like experiencing it as it goes absolutely like even as you were telling that story like it, it explains a lot why you love christmas so much mm. but yeah there's always moments where you like try to take like those blink you know when you like blinking try to take like a photographic memory yeah do you ever walk into like a new place that you've never seen before and you can feel your brain like making a new memory sometimes like I- let's say like i go into like a and library yeah. at UCLA. I've never been there before. I could feel, I don't know why. I, I could like smell the library right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I can like feel my brain like I've never seen this before and it's like making new space <laughs> or something. I don't know. I don't think that's new a real space. thing. I can see air. Can you? I, you know what? When what? I was a kid, I thought I could see air too. What happened? Like I remember I was in, the, this won't be a long story. I promise. Yeah, I remember I was born. <laughs> no. And then I developed... 
uh, skills to talk. Bro, I was standing by my swing in my backyard. Yeah. And I swear on my life. You don't swear on anything. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Dang, what do I say now? Just like, this is what happened. Okay, this is what I happened. I promise you. I promise you. Better not break that promise. Not breaking it. Okay. Promise you. So right. I'm standing there by the swing. All of a sudden, I promise you, I see wind just go by me. Was it just dust? It probably was dust. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, I see air molecules. Really? I think so. Do you ever like, oh, wait, check this out. What's up? Do you ever like look straight forward and then like you see like little things floating around? Oh, like your floaties in your eyes? Yeah. Yeah. A few. Do you ever? Some people don't have them, I don't think. Do you guys have them? I don't know. I don't know. So I have some, but you try you to like them? look at it and it kind of like floats away. Yeah. And it looks like, do you think it, it's alive or do you think it's just a floaty? No, I don't think it's alive. Do you ever close your eyes and then you see like different colors? Like just wait, Sometimes. just wait for a second. Do you it's see It's usually like, if you colors? rub your eyes, you can see like a kaleidoscope of fireworks. Like right now on my bottom left eye, I see like a pink. And then right here, I see like an orange. Do you think it's because he's wearing red? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know where the pink's coming from though. Yeah. But do you do that? No, I just see air. Oh, I feel like it's being taken lightly. I wonder. I see air, bro. Okay, how though? Explain. I remember I was in fourth grade. I was looking at the whiteboard and I was like, I see air. <laughs> and then I just there. have seen it ever since. <laughs> You're just confused the whole time. Literally, no. What, even right okay, now, I feel like what you saw. whenever I look at white, yeah, like the whiteboard, white wall. I'm looking. I feel like I see. I see. Floating. Like I don't see very well. Like. If you're far away, I can't really see your face. Okay. But I can see air. Man, I'm trying my best to see air right now. I can't see air. Look at like towards the white. Do you see like little? I see the floaties. Little molecules. I see the I see the floaties in my eyes right now. Do you think? Do you think people are part of this conversation? No, I think they're like, bro, me too, dude. Yeah. Or they're like, whoa, no, no, not no. Me. Or they think we're crackheads. Yeah, we're. I just had Chipotle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. besides that, yeah, I'm pretty clean. I've had this toothpick. Yeah, you like those toothpicks, huh? Yes, yeah, sir. You like? Uh, you think it? It just adds to like a cool value. Would you say? Hundred percent. I gotta be honest. It's like that's that's my vibe, and it's thanks to Anthony. Cool. I mean, Anthony showed it to us. Pop it in. Let's let's see if that's cool. Dang, that does look cool. Uh, but do you think that looks cool? I don't know. Do you think it looks cool? You think it looks cool? Say something. <laughs> you really thought about it. Yeah. It didn't. It he had to like. He also blinked. It wasn't like for sure. Like, oh yeah, that's cool. It's like. Uh, we're asking <laughs> yeah, we're you just, a question. We're asking. That's Felix. Speak yeah. when you're asked. Oh, or see, talk to. see how he gets when he's in the big seat. Oh man! See how he gets. What are you talking about? I don't know. Over there, you're just like yeah. Yeah, over here, like, speak to hey, me. What's I respect up? the big dog. That's why. Why? What's that mean? That means that I respect your work. That's why you I respect me. Yes, sir. Because I'm in the big seat. Yes, sir. How do you like these seats? These seats are nice. I Remind built me it. Of the seats that I have at home. I built it. Pretty comfortable. Thanks, bro. No problem. I'm All always right. here for you. Well, guess what? What? Let's talk about love. Okay, let's go for it. This is something that we talk about all the time, decently bro. often, I would say. Decently often, because are you, you tired know, of that conversation? Mm, not really. Me neither. Because uh, I mean, a lot of our friends are in relationships. You yes, know, sir. they have their significant others. Mm-hmm. You know, we go in and out of things from time to time. I don't know. We don't know what to do, dude. Let's just be honest. We Bro, don't know what to do. We're LA's out, hard, man. We're out here in LA. It's like, I'm like, you know, like how you, you ask this question, you ask for advice. Mm-hmm. I can't give you advice. I've been That's sitting why there I didn't at ask that you. chair. I didn't ask you for advice, Bro, brother. <laughs> I, sit in, I sit in that chair yeah. every day. Yeah. 
waiting for someone to give a good piece of advice. You're saying none of my guests have? I think so. I think they have. Okay, what were you about to say then? I was going to say, I feel like we've tried all everything that they've said. I mean, maybe. I just, I don't know where to go from at this point, though. What if we're just, just bad people and that's why people don't like us? I mean, that could be it. Who knows? Don't drag me into what you're thinking about things. I'm not thinking Are anything. you saying it because of me? No, you're not a bad person. If you're anything, I look up to you. I want to be like you. Well, I'm in the bigger chair. That's usually. why. That's probably why. Dude, I try to get you a nice papa. chair over there. Hey, I'm... That's Ikea. You're, that's Ikea. That's Amazon. Ashley Furniture. <laughs> that's Amazon, bruh. Oh, really? Would you say Ikea is better than Amazon or Amazon's better than Ikea? Uh, as Ikea. far as quality. Ikea, because you can see what you're getting. So you're saying yours is better? No, because Amazon's hit or miss. You just never know Honestly, what you're getting. Honestly, yeah, I really... I feel pretty fortunate. Okay, this. but let's talk about the love stuff. Okay, what do you have to say about it? I think... Bro, honestly, if if we're let's you want to be real, let's be real. Oh, what do you want to say? Um, also, where's the toothpick? Go? I'm a little worried. Right here. It's on my pain. Lodged in your knee. Yeah, just lodged <laughs> in my knee. I'm just bleeding. Yeah. Um, I'd say. Honestly, I think dating in LA is hard. I think that for me personally, I'm a man of faith. Okay. And it's hard to find people that. It's, it's essentially like in the idea of like, okay, you, of course, if someone, if you're dating someone, you want someone to be as passionate as the things that you're passionate about. Yeah. Like if I'm a rock climber, it'd be nice to have a rock climber person that exactly. also loves rock climbing. We could go rock climbing together, mm -hmm. for example. A hundred percent. Okay. And I, I really do believe in the idea of being equally yoked. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, in the Bible, it talks about being equally yoked, which means that essentially someone who's dating someone else. I, at the end of the day, you just don't want to, I don't want to use this word because it might sound, sound like rough, but like babysitting or mm. it, well, it, just in general, in no general. one wants to like babysit anybody Yeah, in any type of way, in any type of way. Yeah. And I think I, that's a valid thing that like most people are looking for. And it's not even that. I think it's in the sense of, are you guys on the same, on the same path? Do you guys understand each other? Because I think with me, with my personal life, mm -hmm. I mean, you've seen my walk. I've had a long faith walk, like a very long faith, not long faith walk. I've only been a Christian for around seven years, mm -hmm. but I really have invested my life into it. And so a lot of the way that I think is very like, and it, this might sound pretentious, but it's like Christ oriented, which means that that's what you're aiming for. That's what I'm aiming yeah, for. That's and right. so it's hard to ha meet people that understand your morals and also understand your heart for becoming more like Jesus. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of just different people in the world, mm -hmm. you know? There's people that are like, they're into different stuff, they're into different phases of life, they're into, you know, mm -hmm. and this is just what you want mm -hmm. right now. Nothing wrong with what you want. Yeah, and I think it's also that over here in LA, I mean, we've heard other people say it on your podcast, mm -hmm. it's just that a lot of people here are career-oriented. Yeah, and for sure. And it's hard to meet people that are family-oriented like family -oriented because... Mm. A lot of people here are leaving their families and that's not to say, I mean, I'm one of them. I love my family yeah. and, and you're, you're very family oriented, mm -hmm. but I just think that the idea of family is put to the side until you reach your goal out here in Los Angeles. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Cause everyone's, everyone's coming out here. Like a lot of friends that I know that are like girls, they're all saying they're coming out here to do acting or do music or do this or that. So and all like, power to them. Yeah, 100%. This is 
perfect place to be for it. But like a lot of them, since they're in that mindset and you could even throw the guys in here, they're coming in here for, you know, social media to grow this platform, to grow this, to grow their business. Like in the middle of that, most people aren't also looking to like, you know, be in a serious relationship or, or to start a family. family or this or that. So yeah, you're just, you're in a high populated area with people that aren't looking necessarily for that. It also, because even thinking about being in a relationship or building a family, it requires a lot of attention. Oh, I'm sure. And so a lot of people out here, if you're sacrificing to leave your family at, from whatever state you're at yeah. to go here, I understand you got to focus a hundred percent with the time that you have out here because it's hard to live here. Rent is high. Building community is hard out here. So you have yeah. to put a lot of effort into making friends. Like I genuinely believe that our friend group, we've gotten very, I've bro, I've gotten incredibly lucky to mm. be a part of this friend group mm. because I know a lot of people in LA that still are looking for community yeah. and are still looking for people that they can feel like they can call a brother or a sister. Mm. Like, for you guys who are watching this, Bob's my brother. And so is like Kian. And so are a lot of the people from the friend group, like Franny and all what those about people. What Cap? Cap's my brother. Yay, you made it. Uh, <laughs> you made it. But it's, yeah, it, I, I think I've been very blessed with building a family out here. But I think we've just, all our whole friend, a whole, our whole friend group has gotten very lucky to build this family that now we have the opportunity to think about other things. Yeah. But that isn't the same for the majority of people out here in Los Angeles. Yeah. And so it's tough. So but what are we supposed to do? Keep on praying. Well, what, like, let's pretend a viewer out here. Yeah. They're in uh, Kentucky. Yeah. I don't know if anyone watches me from Kentucky. Just hey. side note. Comment if you're from Kentucky. Yeah. If you're from Kentucky, let us know. Um, but like, do you think their world of the dating life is just completely different than over here? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what it's like, but I know that when we talk to Jess and Gabe and they're talking about Nashville, mm. it's always just like, they're very family oriented. Most of their friends already have kids, bro. When I went to Florida to hang out with my, uh, to hang out with Jess and Gabe, yeah. all of them, all of, all of Jess and Gabe's like friends and family have yeah. kids already. I mean, that makes sense because even from like where I'm from, from New Mexico, a lot of people that I know that I grew up with, they're starting families mm -hmm. and stuff. That's pretty normal. Do you think we have to move? Bro, I don't know. I mean, I just got this place. Do you, you think know? moving just shows that we're desperate or should we just wait <laughs> on the Lord? I mean, the Lord will provide. I hope when so. He chooses to. I hope so. Just, he might not choose for a long time. <laughs> Dude, he, bro, he hasn't chosen for a long time, bro. I want to yeah. get out of this. It's just how it goes, though, you know? No, but I'm I'm glad with my singleness. I think I think this You say that, but is that true? I you know what? I've been learning, you know, because I just posted a video on singleness. Yeah. Was it true or false? I think it was true because I had to sit down and reflect on what singleness has provided me. Yeah, you were saying in the video a lot of opportunity to just go and do whatever you want whenever you want. Yeah. You know, you can just, yeah, go with yeah, the flow. Cause it makes the, sense. Because the idea, like, Bob, look at us, right? I'm yeah. very thankful for my time with you. because Thanks, man. I'm very thankful to be single right now in this season of life. Okay. Because I've been able to invest in a lot of friends, invest yeah. in a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Even, side note, this past year, I just finished literally yesterday mm -hmm. being a youth pastor. Yeah. And... That's what singleness provides. It provides you time to invest into other people's lives and for them to invest in you. Mm -hmm. And so as I sit, like as I sat and reflected and thought about that message, 
you know, this is the only time where I think we'll ever get this amount of time to hang out with each other because yeah, that's true. But is that what we really want to do? I mean, late. I mean, at the end of the <laughs> day, I don't think we want to be stuck together Bruh. for the rest of life. Well, yeah, not the rest of life. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, as our manos showing up at each other's like barbecues and like yeah. happy events, sure. or double dates, whatever it is. Yeah, of course, hundred percent. But I really do value my time with you because I remember when I first became friends with you, and you were dating someone. Yeah, I realized like. I, I never, because we were hanging out all the time. Yeah. And I remember that once you had that girlfriend, yeah, that my time was cut yeah, and it was like short, shorter. And like, I didn't get to see you as much. Mm -hmm. Not that it hurt me because it, it wasn't that you were hurting me. It was just understanding the value of what that friendship provides. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, that's, that's usually, I mean, that's what, that's like what happens to when ever a friend that like you're always hanging out with, I'm sure like a lot of people that are listening to feel the same where it's like where you have friends where like you're in a group or something, but then one of them gets mm -hmm. into a relationship and there's a good balance of like, okay, there's stuff to balance and whatnot. But also you understand like the people that are in a relationship that we know, like we also understand like, okay, they're watering that relationship yeah. right now, which requires time effort. Like that's mm -hmm. good. And then that's where you have to kind of, you know, cheer them on from the sideline of like, you know, it's just not, the same because it can't be but it's for a good reason mm. hopefully yeah and that's that's the thing now because even as i've gotten older yeah it's 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 changed the perspective where i'm like i'm going up to you and i'm telling you bro go out and date you know like yeah, I, and i'm like hey thanks thanks for the permission yeah i'm not saying i wasn't i wasn't doing it and then I'm not now saying you're it. saying it now i'm gonna i'm saying i'm not saying in the sense of permission but i'm saying it in the sense of um Encouragement. Encouragement, but also because I find security now in our friendship. Mm -hmm. That I know that even if we, you know, even if my time is cut because yeah. you're dating someone, I'm still I, I'm still secure in my relationship with you. I don't know what I'm going to feel. I don't know if I feel secure with you. But that's a crazy when thing. When you go off and I'm like, bro, what am I supposed to do? No, because you will be dating when I'm dating. I hope so. That's what I'm believing for. I'm, bro, I'm... <laughs> Dude, I'm hopefully praying at some point I'm dead that serious. has to happen at some point. I'm look, I'm praying for bro. I'm praying for us. Like I genuinely do pray for us to like find that special someone. Yeah. Because I want to see you happy. I really Thanks, do. Bro. And I want to see, and that's why, you know, it's man, I just, I'm so grateful to be a part of this friend group. And I'm grateful that, uh, even in this singleness and maybe I've, we've dragged out this topic. So I'll finish it off with this. Yeah. I think what singleness has provided me is patience. And what do I mean by patience? I mean, <laughs> we know what you mean. No, because so in the next topic, what the heck? <laughs> what? but I think it's because as I've been single, yeah, I've been able to spend a lot more time with Jesus. Yeah. And because I've spent more time with Jesus, I've been able to learn a lot more fruits of the spirit. Yeah. And Jesus has been just, he's just poured into me. He's given me so many new characteristics that I don't think I would have been able to receive or apply in my life. Yeah. If it wasn't for my time alone with him. Yeah. So I think because of those gifts that he's given me in my time alone with him, mm -hmm. I've been able to be who I am today and say the things that I say. Yeah. I'm still, I still screw up on a lot of things, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. I've yeah. just been able to, I've, I've been, I've been given the blessing to grow and, and really just, uh, be patient. I don't know. 
if that that's makes true. Sense. Yeah, that know. makes sense. Well, let's talk know, about because uh, another thing that you know we met back I in twenty seventeen. Yeah, dude. Because Jesse I did. mean, yeah, the initial like us meeting was that which we discussed in a different thing, but we started going to church together. Yeah, that was like our main thing, which is crazy, bro. That so, was twenty seventeen. Side note: Bob and I, we've been going to this church called Church Home. Yeah, for years, years and years and years and years. Yeah, to the point that it got to a point where we didn't even miss a Wednesday at all. I think I missed one Wednesday because I had to meet Zendaya. Sub Zendaya. Let's go. Zendaya, if you're watching, subscribe. That was literally the only time I missed. Was that one Wednesday? Really? Yeah, until until it COVID. Yeah, it happened all that yeah. stuff. But I want to tell you a little story. Because I when I first met you, yeah. I honestly, when I first started talking to you, it wasn't through text message. It was actually through Snapchat. Yeah, I remember. And the crazy part is that, that was when Snapchat was popping and it's popping again. It's popping go again. On. We never bro, are we catching these waves or what? No. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> we got to catch that dating wave, bro. We've missed that wave like 30 times. There's yeah. been like 30 different swells. Anyways, yeah. um, I met you. I met you. So I met Bob at VidCon. Yeah. We, you went up to Jess and Gabe, talked to them. You were a, there. I was you there. what's up. We I freaked out a little Snapchats. bit. I was like, what's up, Bob? I watch your videos. Which yeah. is crazy. The year before, I saw you at VidCon, but I was too afraid to say hi. Yeah. And so I didn't say hi. But then that next year... Because you came up to Justin Gabe, I was like, yeah. cool, like this is my opportunity. Is that kind of crazy random side note that like just going up to people, like you don't know where it's gonna lead. Because I just went up to Justin Gabe to be like, Oh, I like your guys' stuff. And then years later, we're tight. We're tight with them. Yeah. They're like some of our closest friends. But like it was just because we went out of our way. That's I went out you. of our way for like one second. To just go say hey to somebody. Mm. And it's like, it just goes to show like, you never know what you're just like little, little going out of your comfort zone or little going out of your way. Yeah. Just to say hey to someone like that, that changed a lot of things for years. I I'm, I crazy. was one step away from meeting my best friend. And so, um, you're welcome, bro. No problem. Thank you. Thank hey, you, brother. Hey, thank you though. Back. Um, but it's thing. just, do I say, you say you're welcome, right? I don't like saying you're welcome. Oh, okay. I don't like when people tell me you're welcome. Like when I'm Wait, like, Wait, so I can't say you're welcome? You can, but in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, My know. pleasure? You can say whatever. Okay, well, like, anyways. Let's explain that for a sec. What? <laughs> okay, if I'm like, thanks, and you're like, you're welcome. Or like, you do something for me, right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, thanks. And then you're like, you're welcome. I don't say you're welcome. You know I, what I say? No what? problem. I like saying no problem. Yeah. Or like, oh, no worries. But like, you're welcome means like, I acknowledge I did something for you. Oh, and I'm that does not just, sound good. I'm just saying it right now. Like I did something for you and I know that I did. Do you think we should stand in confidence though? Saying those things like, yeah, you're I welcome. Did, yeah. Like I did something for you. I just don't like when people say you're welcome in certain situations oh, to, you. to me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. But anyways, yeah, I like no problem. What yeah. No problems. About? Like, I don't know. Well, anyways, yeah. Jess and Gabe, you're one step away. Oh yeah. One step away. So you never know what's right around the corner. Go on. Yeah. And I think even for myself, I've even seen this this past year, right? Where, I mean, you've seen, I have new friends from Orange County that I go see like all the time. Old friend? New cool friend. No, they're not. They're, you know we, what? We they did. are new friends and, and they are cooler. Cool. They're not. <laughs> Equally. They're, everyone's equal. Yeah. Everyone's equal. I know. Mind. That's how you feel. They're all equal. Yeah. This. What dude, about it? What are you trying to say? I was just trying to talk. Like, that literally sounds like, oh, they're not cooler. 
Bro, I no, swear. No, I just acknowledge. Life. I know you don't have to swear on your actual life. Okay, I promise you. Back to it. I promise you. No, I already know that's how you feel. But what I was getting at here was we've been going to church together for like five years now. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. That is crazy. Because we still go. Do you think you're you... trying to go to a different one? I'm trying to go to a different one. That's What's his up, church. Joy? I used to serve at that church. Great church. Pastor Chad Veach. We love what you do. We love what you say. We love what you preach. Thank you for everything. I don't think he's, don't, he's not watching. You don't have to give him that big of a well, shout Well, send him the link. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's cool, though. I uh, love that guy. But, uh, yeah, we've been doing that for a long time. Yeah. It's, a, it's a nice routine as well mm-hmm. where we get to learn stuff and just kind of expand. It's great because we've been able to expand our friend groups. I interrupted you, brother. I want to apologize. It's okay. Hey, you keep going. But it's, it's great. And our faith. Yeah, it's great because we've expanded our community, our faith. We've been able to knowledge knowledge. And I think it's, it's enabled us to have conversations with people who don't believe in Jesus. And I also like that. Like when someone like, let's say it's Sunday, we usually go like mm-hmm. nighttime Sunday. Someone's like, Oh, what are you doing? Like, or like random someone like, Oh, what are you doing? And we're like, Oh, we're just going to church. They're like, Oh church. Cause I feel like in LA there's not, and it might be all over the place, but I feel like you don't hear of people that aren't like, super old like going to church and i like saying it too because it gives people it it gives them a idea to like ask questions absolutely even like wearing this shirt i like wearing the shirt because it's like a conversation conversation starter of someone being like what's what's zoe yeah or zoe um and so yeah i like that aspect of it too because like you were just saying like it gives it gives different opportunities to like start the conversation yeah and i think well, there's a couple of things with that with that topic. I think, well, I'll, I'll start off with the first one, which is, man, we live in a dark city. And in the sense of we see a lot of dark things out here. Like I, we've been at parties, we've seen people like snort. And that's not to judge them because, you know, my, my past was, you know, mm-hmm. drinking alcohol. Like I was a bad alcoholic, like really bad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, smoked a bunch of weed, whatever. Anyways. <laughs> I don't know why I said that, but uh, anyways, whatever, whatever, you know how it goes, but out here in Los Angeles, out here in Los Angeles, it is, it's dark. Like a lot of people just need I'm sure hope. there's a lot of darkness all over too. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's unfortunate because you see a lot of people trying to find fulfillment through their career or relationship or whatever they're trying to pursue. And I'm not saying like if whatever floats your boat, I'm not trying to press this on these people. I feel like a lot of people are just on their own journey too of like, they need to like live and learn. They're going through stuff. We're going through stuff. Like, you know, everyone's just on different paths of like trying to figure stuff out. I think it's just, yeah. And I agree with that. I think it's just what I've just found through all of this within our faith journey is that Jesus has been just a crazy firm foundation. Yeah. Like in Proverbs, it says the, uh, the beginning of true knowledge is the, f- uh, the beginning or the foundation of true knowledge is fear of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And when you hear that fear of the Lord, you're like, what does that mean? Like, am I supposed to be scared of God? Essentially, if I could give you a metaphor, it essentially means there's, there's good fear and there's negative fear. There's yeah. negative fear that gives anxiety, stress, and then there's good fear that protects you. Mm-hmm. And that good fear that protects you is essentially the idea of, well, pretend you're standing on the edge of a cliff mm-hmm. and you see that, you, if you take one step forward, you could fall over the cliff and kill yourself. Mm. But that fear of dying is what protects you from falling 
into those negative things. Yeah. And so the fear of the Lord essentially means like there is a God that sees that wants to protect you, that wants to push you back from the edge of the cliff and really just show you a life that provides so much joy and so much peace. And I think even for both of us, I mean, bro, I've seen you walk through so many things within this time that I've lived in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And I think seeing how you've lived out your faith and seeing how you trust Jesus and how you trust God that he's going to sustain everything, whether it's relationships or career or whatever, you just know he's going to protect you. And that's why I applaud you because for me, I'm not someone who invites people to church. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I just don't, I, yeah. I, I think it's for me personally, it's scary, Yeah. which is funny because I'll go out in the street and I'll pray for people, but inviting yeah. people to church is just a scary thing for me. Yeah. But you do such a good job at inviting people. And then also you just represent the idea of hope in such a beautiful way that people need to encounter. Because for me, when I became Christian, it wasn't because someone said, you need to follow Jesus. You need to do X, Y, and Z, start reading your Bible. It was literally because Gabe, well, our, our best friend Gabe, he just loved me where I was at. Yeah. I, like I always FaceTime him. I would always be high or something like that or just completely drunk. Yeah. And Gabe would always just stay on the phone with me. And yeah. being able to provide that type of love to our friend group our friend group nowadays. Mm. And I'm not saying our friend group does crazy things or anything, but to be able to provide them love, just anyone, just anyone. anyone. Yeah, yeah. Anyone to be able to provide love to anyone and know that the love that we provide doesn't come from a cup that we've been pouring ourselves, mm-hmm. but that God has been pouring into us yeah. and that that cup overflows really gives us the excitement to go out there and talk about church and to share that love and to share that hope. And it's been absolutely amazing to see yeah, how we go to church together and all that stuff. Yeah, I like I like inviting people, new friends, old friends, whoever, just to like throw it out there. Because a lot of people, I think, have this like stigmatism. I don't think that's the word. Something about like church where it's just like, oh, I don't like that. Or that's boring or that's this or that. But I mean, I like throwing it out there and just being like, if you want to go, go. If you don't. All right, we'll just hang out another time, blah, blah, blah. And doors are always open. And there's a lot of people that I've seen just through doing that that are just like, yeah, I'll go check it out. And then they go, they love it. It's nice. They get like a good message or they learn or, you know, whatever it needs to do for them at that time. But like, we're just kind of giving the the option to be like, hey, there's a seat in my car. Come on if you want to. But if not, I mean, you're on your own journey. But that's you the know, crazy do, part. You like you, you do that so well mm. because even when we hung out at church for the very first time at church home, yeah, you literally just lived out what you just said. There's a seat in my car. Mm-hmm. And even though I was going to church home, I was going by myself. You provided community for me. Like if it wasn't, if it was never for you after church, saving me that seat mm-hmm. at church because I was, I came late. I don't know if you remember that. Mm. I remember. Yeah. I remember I came late and I was sitting next to Franny. Yeah. And that was the first time I ran into you and Franny and all that stuff. But then mm-hmm. after you're like, hey, there's an extra seat in my car. Do you want to come back to the house, the Sycamore house? Yeah. And just that little action of just saying, hey, come hang out with us is what changed everything for me. Changed my community. That's the first day I actually had a full conversation with Kian where I was actually sober. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the first time I met Franny. That yeah. was the first time I got to know you. And man, it's just the little actions of just showing love. And it, it's literally saying, hey, the door's open. Yeah. I mean, I, I like I like to do that just in general. I feel like it's like, you know, 
because I feel like we're all out here at one point because we all move from different places. You know, we're all out here to like trying to find people and trying to find friends or just, you know, like opportunities to like find a new church or this or that. And again, I like the just the fact of like asking people about it because it's such like a thing that no one talks about mm. that it's like, I'll talk about That's fine. Like, 100%, do you want to go? And a lot of times people are like, yeah, I do want to go. Let's go. You know, like we've gone with like Ella a bunch of times because she she's not from here either. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, yeah, let's go. And then now we pretty much go every week. And we're friends with her. Yeah. We've built that relationship so, with her. Yeah, it's cool. And I think it's it's cool. And a lot of people, you know, when we talk about this type of stuff on social media and stuff, I'm sure you get a lot of stuff about this, too, where everyone's like, wow, like, it's cool that you're like not ashamed to talk about. And it's like. There's nothing to be ashamed about. Or like, there's mm-hmm. nothing to, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's just normal. No, and that, it's just something cool that we get to like, we get to do. It's that, cool. That makes sense. And it's because essentially, Bob, like whether it's you, Kian, Ayla, whoever, even my friends from the OC, Kyle and Cody, right? Yeah. When you have a best friend that has poured into you so much, mm. if you're, pretend you're at a party, I'm not going to go hide that best friend behind me and be like, Oh, that's my best friend, but I don't want to introduce you. Yeah. I'm going to be like, oh, no, look at my best friend. He's benefited me so much that I actually want to introduce you to him because I'm sure he'll benefit you. Yeah. And so that goes the same for Jesus. For me, it's like Jesus has benefited me so much, changed my life, changed my direction, changed my purpose, changed my calling, all those things that how could I not share who he is to you? Because I know he'll do something good for you, too. Yeah. Yeah. And that goes to say, too, like whether you believe in a rock or you know, dove or something on the street or whoever, whatever. Like I, I have the thing of, you know, everyone's on their own journey. Everyone's on their own path. Mm -hmm. Everyone's on different timelines and whatnot. Like I'm your friend either way. I'm you you know what I mean? And I feel like that's, that's what a lot of people feel like isn't a part of everything. Mm -hmm. It's like, Oh, if I don't think how you think, then you're going to be mean to me or you're going to, yeah, we're not going to be friends or we can't blah, blah, blah. And it's just, it's just not the way I, I don't think anyways, I feel like it's just something that's supposed to be like, you know, everyone's on their own path and everyone's on their own timeline. And, you know, it just sucks because people have misrepresented Jesus. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of Christians have misrepresented Jesus. Like I'm sure a lot of people that are listening to this have had horrible experiences with church, with religion and all that stuff because they've been told a certain thing about who Christ is. But you know, one of the things that I've learned about my relationship with Jesus is that his love like is literally overpowers everything. Mm. And what I mean by that is that just because you and I have a difference in conversation, like, you know, there's hot topics today where if you don't agree with someone yeah. who has a certain way of thinking, they can't talk to you. They can't be friends with you. They don't want to be a part of your life. Yeah. And I'm just like, I am more than willing to disagree and still love you. But people today have such a struggle with, understanding just because I disagree with you doesn't mean I don't love you. Yeah. I'd actually love to be a part even more of your life. And that's what I've learned about my relationship with Jesus is that his love overbounds every wall, every difference, everything that goes on in life. It mm-hmm. just, it just, it breaks down every wall. And that's the type of love that makes you want to change. Like for us. And, and I say this for you, like his love has never, like we haven't, the way you lived your life with your walk with Christ wasn't because you were told to live an X, Y, Z certain type of life. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because of rules. It wasn't because you list, you listened to the 10 commandments and now because you've listened to them perfectly. Now you can, you know, now you're a full on Christian. It's because 
we've seen how great Jesus' love has been for both of us mm-hmm. and how it's impacted people's lives, that it motivates us to live a life for him, that it motivates us to live a life that represents that holiness, which is simply the definition of holiness. Mm-hmm. It's just like a lot of people are like, oh, to be holy means to be without sin. Yeah, there's truth to that. But holiness simply means to live a life that loves God. That, that uh, to live a life that represents the love yeah, that you have I, for Jesus. I think a lot of people too think that like, oh, if I go to church, it means I have to be like perfect or, oh, if I like believe in this or that, like I have to be perfect. And it's like, no, it's because you're not opposite. perfect. Like you need it mm. because preach, Bob preach. No, but I'm just Pastor saying it Bob. in general. I feel like a lot of people like that's like a misconception. Like a lot of people that I've even like invited to church. They're like, oh no, I can't, I can't go there. Like I'm, I do bad stuff all the time. It's like everyone does bad stuff and like obviously like try not to, but like everyone falls short. Everyone's, you know, it's what are they? What's the thing where they say like, it's like you only the, the sick need the doctor or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. It's like it's it's the sick who need the doctor is when the uh, when the Pharisees were talking to Jesus when he's like, why do you sit with such scum? Mm-hmm. And then Jesus is like, well, it's the sick who need the who need a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's the broken that need you know, the doctor to be fixed. So yeah. Yeah. No one's perfect. I'm far from perfect. I'm far from perfect. I was about to say that about I'm you further from perfect <laughs> than you are. No, I don't think so. But, bro. but check this out. I want to fin- finish off at this point. Okay. A lot of people, when they walk into church, I want to just break down this, whatever you, you've thought of who, whoever's thinking about, what are you about to say? coming back to church. What you about to say? I'm about to say this brother, um, church, a lot of people have the misconception that a lot of people that go to church have it all together mm. and they're living like these lives that like saints, they're, they're saints. They glorify God. Church is a hospital full of broken people. Yeah. So when you walk into a church, you have to understand that you're meeting other broken people who are seeking the doctor mm-hmm. and that doctor is Jesus. But that's why there's a lot of church hurt because we expect that people in the church to, mm. you know, to fix our problems or, to live up to our expectations, but we, we just have to understand that we're surrounded by broken people who are looking for that doctor. Yeah. And so I want to let you know that if you've ever experienced church hurt or if you ever experienced pain in your past life when it comes up to religion, know that, like you said before, we're all broken people. Yeah. And it's inevitable. Like, there's times where I've hurt you. There's been times where I've hurt, hurt him. And there's been times where, you know, I've been hurt too. And But at the end of the day, Bob... I didn't say I towards did, you. I didn't say anything. I didn't say towards I didn't you. Say a thing. You made a face, brother. I know. Um, I was breathing. But, I, was, I made a face. But with all that being said, when you are able to understand that we're just broken people trying to, like, I'm gonna finish it off with this sentence. You, yeah. We we're trying to live a redeemed life mm-hmm. in an unredeemed world and in an unredeemed body. Do you under, does that make sense? No. So a redeemed life means a redeemed life means like a perfect life, mm. a life that is just holy and perfect. Mm. We're trying to live. And I mean, this is very theological, but it, it goes back to the story of Adam and Eve and how they sinned <laughs> and then everything. It's like, I'd leave it with this one sentence that needs <laughs> a 20 minute explanation. But it goes back to the idea of like Adam and Eve, you know, sin, how sin corrupted the world and yeah. all that stuff. And so we're trying to live this life that's perfect mm. in Unperfect bodies, yeah, in an unperfect world, yeah. So it's like unattainable and like it's we're unattain- stressed about it, but it's just 
It's unattainable. Unattainable, yeah. It's unattainable. But the greatest hope that we have because we can't live this redeemed life is that someone has. Yeah. And that's Jesus. Amen. And so because we can live, because we can trust simply by knowing that he's lived that perfect life to be our representative before God, Mm -hmm. whenever we die, that we can, uh, we can live that, you know, that life, we can go to heaven. And so it's just a gift. It's a gift. The gift of Jesus walking on earth is such a beautiful gift. And I'm grateful that we get to share that together. Yeah. And Thanks with every watching. head bowed and every yeah, eye closed, closed. <laughs> if you've never received Jesus in your <laughs> no, life, just kidding. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the podcast. We're, we're done. Let hey, me ask you one minutes. final question. And it has to be short. super short and <laughs> sweet. Okay. What's a time in your life where someone's kindness was beneficial to you? Dang. Wait, wait, wait. That's not it. <laughs> made a big impact on you. Made a big impact. Someone's on kindness me. made a big impact on you. I'd, I'd have to go back to Gabe. Yeah. Gabe, like, if it wasn't for Gabe, I wouldn't be where I am today. If it wasn't for Gabe answering those phone calls when I was drunk and wasted, um, I don't think I'd be where I'm at today. He really just represented the love of Jesus for me. And if it wasn't for him believing in me through the midst of all of my brokenness, I would have never been able to be friends with you. I wouldn't have ever been able to redeem myself as like a son for my parents yeah and i'm very grateful that my even my parents like when they saw the change in me and yeah. they they even though they didn't understand they still like because they're catholic mm-hmm. but they still drove me to church because they believed that there was something there that yeah. jesus was doing even yeah. though they didn't understand so i just think it's people in general i think it's the people that loved me through my brokenness even you bro like you see me in my beginning walk with jesus and i I messed up a couple of times. Well, I just, I like this question and I like hearing everyone's stuff because it just goes to show and hopefully it's something that like people can hear too and be like, oh, like if I do this or when I'm currently doing this, it is helping someone and maybe it's just not vocalized or something. But like, even how you're saying Gabe was there through, you know, your good times and your bad times. I hope, you know, that's just encouraging to anyone listening to of like, oh, maybe that's how I can be encouraging to someone else or being there for someone else is like if they're going through a hard time mm-hmm. don't just leave them and be like oh like they're they're going through something i don't want that in my life yeah. like sometimes yeah it's you just gotta it's, just it's be there and be kind show up be that person because when you're that person look at the life that you can provide for them like that's what my friends have provided for me sure. that's why my friends are my family but anyways thanks for watching well, let's go yeah guys that is brighter side seb thanks for being can on I, that was good com- well, I don't even know what that does it's look check it out Thanks for watching Brighter Side. Okay, yeah, and super shout out actually to Seb because some of this equipment over here is from his podcast that uh, he is graciously helping uh, provide for this. So cool! Shout out to Seb. Check out his hats, Ten Fay. Leave a link down below. Link is down below now. And uh, yeah, subscribe. Make sure to watch the next one. See ya, Brighter Side. Brighter Side podcast. Out. See ya. Bob's been working hard. See ya. Let's go. See you. Peace. Jesus loves you.